Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction. In exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Psyoptic Nerve. He called this experience Bloodbather. Please allow me to tell you his tale. Once a year, my parents had me take a blood bath. It was always on the day before my birthday. A tradition I didn't enjoy, but never questioned. My mother would lead me to the tub, my father sitting on the edge, dipping his fingers in to check the temperature for me. I would sit while they washed it into my skin and hair, making sure that I was completely covered before letting me get out. Then I would have to wait as it dried, making my skin feel tight and sticky. I was then sent off to bed with a hug and kiss. On my birthday, the first thing I did was shower off watching the red retreat down the drain. Then it was like any other birthday, singing, presents, and cake. It never crossed my mind that our tradition was abnormal. I was excited for my 10th birthday. The prospect of having two digits to my age was exhilarating to me. I'd been homeschooled my whole life, but had plenty of friends in my neighborhood to invite to my party. I was asking my friend, Jimmy, if he was going to be able to come when I caught a glimpse behind the veil. Oh, man, I have to go visit my cousins on Saturday. But maybe I can play with you the day before. He had asked. I thought about it but knew that my annual bath was due that day. Disappointed, I explained to him why that wouldn't work. Shucks, that's the day I have to take my bath. I told him. Okay, well maybe after that. No, I'll be all sticky. Plus all the blood gets on everything. I could tell by his expression that I had said something wrong. He went running his mouth to everyone, calling me a vampire, and upsetting both of our parents, albeit for different reasons. That night, I had the first discussion about the blood baths with my father. He sat me on the couch and got real serious. Now, Ben, today will be the last time you ever talk about the baths you have to take. He stated sternly. He went on to explain that not everything we did was considered normal and that by keeping it to myself. I was doing us all a favor. After that discussion, I became more curious. It was intriguing to me that not everybody had to take these baths. As I aged into a teen, I started doing what all boys do. I rebelled in heart. Since I didn't go to school, I tried even harder to fit in when I was around my friends. I smoked, I vandalized, I stole alcohol from my parents. Some of it could be attributed to peer pressure but a lot of it was my own choices. I wanted a reputation, wanted to be revered as some sort of anarchist. So I kept pushing boundaries, creating a large wedge between my parents and myself. On the eve of my 16th birthday, I decided that I would refuse my blood bath. I was lying on my bed, listening to music and reading. 
when my mother came in to tell me they had gotten it ready for me. I knew it was coming, had my response ready. I'm not taking it, I said, refusing to look up from my book. Ben, please don't make this difficult. You know you need to, she said, wringing her hands fretfully. I continued to ignore her as she pleaded. After a while, my father came down to see what the delay was. What's going on? He asked, appearing in the doorway. My mother told him the situation, his face turning bright red. Ben, this is happening one way or another. He shouted. I threw my book across the room. Oh, you think so? I fired back, instantly bristling to the challenge. His eyes widened and his nostrils flared out. He was angrier than I had ever seen him. That's right, his voice now becoming a growl. Without a second thought, I charged at him, knocking him aside and running down the stairs. I could hear him screaming at me all the way past the driveway, begging me to return. I ran for a long time, finally running out of breath and resting near a city bus stop. I sat down for a few minutes, aware of a strange sensation at the ends of my fingers. They felt tingly for a bit, then they started to feel hot. Terrified, I watched as they began to blister, running up past my knuckles and cracking open the skin on their way upward. Howling in agony and shocked by what I was seeing, I fell to the ground and writhed. There wasn't a soul around. My cries for help went unanswered as the skin kept on bubbling and cracking, making it all the way up to my elbows. Headlights appeared in front of my eyes. Though I was nearly blind with pain, I recognized my father's car. He leaped out, grabbing me under my armpits and pulling me into the vehicle. I kept screaming during the drive, showing him my disintegrating arms. We drove at a breakneck pace, my father cursing the whole time. His face was white. He told me to hold on a little longer, that I would be okay soon. I expected him to take me to a hospital. When we pulled into our driveway, my entire arms and shoulders looked like raw hamburger meat the skin blistering around my neck and down my sides. It was the most intense agony I had ever been in. My body went into shock. I vaguely recall being carried out of the vehicle, my mother running out to help. We went up the stairs, both of them grunting under my weight. Then blackness took over. Voices around me, swirling distortedly, started to come back into focus. Gradually, the sensation of pain seemed to lighten. My arms were no longer on fire. He was this close, this fucking close. My father was saying, sounding like he was going to break into sobs. My mother hushed him, telling him he had done a great job, that he had saved me again. I could now feel that I was in a familiar substance. Warm, inviting, soothing to my blistered skin. The blood bath. When they noticed I was awake, they both broke down, telling me how worried they had been, how they could never live without me, that I was their entire world. Their hysterics got me going as well, realizing how awful I had been to them over the last year. They both held onto my hands as I let the blood saturate and heal my mangled skin. The next year I had learned my lesson. My father prepped the tub for me, giving me a half smile as I thanked him after he told me it was ready. I never asked why I had to take them, I never asked where the blood came from. It just seemed like something that we all knew was better off left alone. This brings me to this year. My father, who is now in his sixties, sat me down again. Ben, it's time you understand some things. He went on to explain that, late in my mother's pregnancy with me. She started having complications. She was on bed rest for a while, barely able to move. 
She delivered me two weeks before her due date. Slightly underweight, but very sickly. He explained that he could do little for me but watch as doctors and nurses did their best to keep me alive throughout the next months. I felt helpless. I begged to trade places with you and take the suffering you were going through from you. He told me, reaching forward and taking my hands. There was this man. I had seen him at the hospital often. He saw what we were going through, our family, and he offered me something. Told me he knew a way to help keep you alive. I didn't want to hear it. I told him to leave me alone, but he persisted. Claimed he was an angel of sorts. As you got sicker and sicker, closer to death's door, he kept telling me he could help. I shook my head. This was a lot to take in, all new information to me. My father continued, tears spilling from his eyes as he went on. Then, I was desperate. I loved you so much, I couldn't lose you. I gave in, asked him to help. I begged told him whatever he had to do, to do it. He smiled at me, told me he would save you. And just like that, you started to get better. I was shocked, the doctors even more so. We went home, you were healthy. It was a miracle. He wiped his eyes, leaned backward, trying to gather his thoughts, then looked at me. It was just before your first birthday when I saw the man again. It seemed like he had come out of thin air. He said the only way for you to stay alive was to give you your baths each year. I didn't believe him at first, but then we saw what was happening to you, to your skin. It was just like what happened when you were turning 16. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Only then it was much slower. He spoke shakily. So I, I did what I had to do. I spilled the blood. I filled the tub. And I have done it each year since. I'm sorry, son. I wish things had gone differently. He finished. I leaned forward and embraced him having no words for the situation. We stayed like that for a while. Eventually, he broke it off, facing me again. Ben, there's something else. You know that I'm getting older. The time will come, maybe sooner than we think, that I won't be around anymore. He bit his lip, holding in his emotion. Ben, when that happens, you'll have to start filling the tub up yourself. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day.